What's up, bruh? You aight, bruh. You aight, fam? You aight, fam. That's Shannon. I'm Luke. Yeah, um, We talk about stuff. We talk about stuff. Continuation of last time's topic, we're going to dive into films a little bit. And we're going completely off with the animation topic, but... Part two in film studies. <laughs> I am completely down for just discussing like favourite films, favourite shots because I love it when you see something. I think that's one of the reasons why I love animation so much is because you just know that every single frame has been thought out and I do think you see things like that especially prevalent in you know, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, um, Isle of Dogs especially. Isle of Dogs was so good. Isle of Dogs was just so good. And obviously it's got Bill, Mo- Bill Murray in, so I'm sold, you know. It has Jeff Goldblum in, so. Yeah, exactly. I think Wes Anderson's just one of those people that puts a lot of thought into all of his films. Because even with his live action films... I mean, he is definitely classed as an auteur, I believe. I don't know what that means. Uh, it means a director or film producer that has a specific style that you could tell irregardless yes, of if his yeah, name was there. 100%, 100%. Like... So, like, Hitchcock, famously, that. Yes, okay. I didn't know... I know exactly what you mean, because I do agree with that. Like, you can see a Wes Anderson film from a mile away, but I didn't know there was an actual proper term for it, so thank you for... Yes, film school. Teaching me things, film school. But I think it's the same with... um, Is it Guelmo del Toro? I know I butchered that. Yes, him too. Pan's Labyrinth. Um... He is just... You can just see his work from a mile away, especially when it comes to um, his kind of steadfast use of wanting to use physical special effects, you know, instead of using CGI. Because obviously a lot of things now, films, tend to use CGI for... Especially when it comes to horror, you know, like the demons and the monsters and all that, a lot of people now tend to use CGI, whereas he'll still make them, like, physical outfits and physical yeah. monsters and it, it feels real because it is real pan's labyrinth is one that jumps pan's you know what i never liked pan's labyrinth it scared me as a kid but i just i adored the the dark fairy tale aspect i it, didn't watch it for see. a very long time and when i did it was not what i was expecting because obviously there's a famous part of pan's labyrinth with the eyes and everything yeah, in the hand the guy with the eyes <laughs> So I didn't know anything about any of the other storyline. So when I watched it, I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Because I was picturing more labyrinth style, yeah. kind of more fantasy. Yeah, but instead it was just really dark Brothers Grimm, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Pan's Labyrinth. I just, I've always found comfort in dark tales, as we were saying last week with you were reading, you know, Medusa. I'm reading The Virgin Suicides. I like dark content. <laughs> And I want to say, right, it's not animation mm. because I know it's puppets. Yeah, uh, right, go on, please. Jim, is 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 it Jim Henson, famously? Um, what puppet thing are we talking about? Uh, I want to say Dark Crystal. <gasps> oh, oh, the guy that helped with Labyrinth, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, hang on, let me double check Crystal. Jim Henson. Yeah, Jim Henson, yeah. 1982 film by Jim Henson and Frank Odds, it says here, but Jim Henson's the puppeteer, right? Yeah, director. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I haven't watched the Dark Crystal TV series. I probably will never get around to it. <laughs> but I have seen the puppetry of it, and it that's what's so impressive. Right, so, like, have you... You've seen the film, though, right? You know, the old film. I've seen the film Dark Crystal, and I've obviously watched Labyrinth. Yeah, oh, Labyrinth. 
friends. But Dark Crystal, whenever I think of Dark Crystal, I think of that terrifying scene where they put that little guy in the chair and it like sucks the life essence out of him. And No, my least, oh. my most hated scene in Labyrinth is easily the scene with the red birds when they're switching heads and limbs and stuff. That terrified me. Oh my word, when they're switching their heads, it's like, take off your head. Yeah, I hated that. I hated that so much when I was a child. That terrified me. And another thing that like really weirded me out was when, you know, when she's like at the ball and then she wakes up in her house and suddenly there's like the trash lady. Yes. And the walls start crumbling down and she's like, it's all trash. It's (laughs) It's trash. trash. (laughs) And it's like, it's just such... You see, that's the thing, right? Old movies, especially old kids' movies, I'd say from, like, 70s to the end of the 80s, were not afraid of making you have an existential crisis as a child. They were not afraid to be like, this is how the world is. Everything is trash. Trash. Be grateful for what you've got. Yeah, exactly. You know what I will say, though? Again, not to do with animation. David Bowie's outfit. Oh, David in Bowie's outfit the, is The just... ballroom scene with all the blue. Oh, and my word. I aspire to wear that outfit, I'm going to be honest. Can with I... the glitter in his hair and the oh. makeup, I was like, that's a, that's a vibe. But when it comes to Dark Crystal as well, another thing I always think of is um, those weird, like... Oh, they're like vulture people and they're like, hmm... <laughs> Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to be on the recording. That's going to be horrible, but... Oh, my word. Uh, speaking of puppets, if we're going to go down the... Um, think you've watched... Ha- have you watched Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? No, but you show me some of it because I was really interested in the animation and then I said, ah, that's giving me that thing. <laughs> that's giving me that existential dread that I can't deal with. Because it's like, it's too mask-like for me. That makes sense. Can you just explain what you mean by mask-like? So... I don't know what it is, but I can't deal with masks. I can't watch um, shows with, like, physical masks. Uh, So, I'm guessing Jim Carrey's The Mask was a bad movie for you Weirdly, no, actually. No, I'm fine with that. (laughs) But, you know, like, I think maybe because there's expressions in that one. I don't know what it is, but I was watching, I want to say, American Horror Story, the political one. Yeah, Cult. Is it Cult? Right, Cult, then. When they all wear masks, I was like, that's it. Yeah, it is cult, yeah. Where they have, like, the weird masks and it's, like, the clown faces and the faces with, like, the holes in and stuff. Yeah, I, I can't... I just don't like it. Yeah. I'm like, that's human, but not human. Fair enough. I just feel like they're staring at you and they know too much and I don't trust it. Oh, yeah, no, they, they know too much. They know too much. When I was a little bit older and I was going to Blockbuster and I was kind of allowed to, you know, go into the, the PG movies or the, the PG-12s and it was like, oh, what's happening? Whoa. And then I know, big flex, but... <laughs> no, I do believe, and I could be very much wrong in this, but I believe it was one of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films that made PG-12 a thing. Was it? Uh, because... If you remember when we were children, there was Universal, there was PG. Yes. There was like, and then there was like 18 or 16 and 18. See, I remember that there was 15 and 18 and I don't... That's it, 15 and 18. But one of the Tobey Maguire films, it came out and they were like unsure as a rating. So I'm pretty sure, and I could be very wrong, that PG-12 happened because of that. Internet, let us know. Because it was was (laughs) too high for... Um, it's so just PG. be PG, so they made yeah. PG talk because that's if a parent agrees to it. Ah, uh, okay. Or at the is very it, least, it was an early one that had that rating. I think the first one 
first film I ever had with a PG, uh, with a 12 rating, or a 12 PG rating, whatever it is called, um, the rating we're talking about, I can't remember exactly what it's called. But the PG first, 12. Yeah, there we go. The first um, video I had of that, it was actual VHS, was the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, yeah, Curse of the Black Pearl. And I was, <gasps> I was obsessed. I used to watch that so much. Speaking of Del Toro, um, his Pinocchio that was released on Netflix at the beginning of this year, um, absolutely stunning piece of stop motion animation that I would recommend to anyone, even people that have, you know, seen Disney's Pinocchio, read it, whatever, just give it a go because it, it tackles it in a way that's still okay for children. Like, you know, the whole concept of, like, what it is to be alive and death and family and all this. But it, it also hits pretty dark. It hits pretty deep. And I cried towards the end. But the animation, every single shot, every single shot of that stop motion is just, it's pure beauty. So I can't watch Pinocchio. Right. How come? Or Pinocchio. Because um, there's a film that came out, and I just did check, in 1996... And it was like a semi-live action one. And it is on it honestly terrified me. I don't know if you watched it, but um Right. I when was it out? Nineteen ninety-six. <gasps> Do you remember it? The Adventures of The Adventures of Pinocchio. That must be it, I'm assuming. Oh 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 good god. Yeah, okay. This is like unlocking something in my brain that I was <laughs> Yes, so that... I'm looking at it now and I'm like genuinely scared. Um, it gives me that thing that the reason I can't watch that uh, Unhappy Valley. The one by Del Toro. Right, okay, yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, also Pinocchio. Oh my word. And there's a scene in it with, I think Pinocchio gets turned into a donkey. See, I know that that's in the Disney. I know that's in the Disney. But I, I can't, I can't remember. But that scene happens and it terrifies. Honestly, that is a horror film. I can't remember this film. I know I've seen part of it. I know I've seen part of it in my life. I think when I was like four, and I can't remember anything about it. Clearly, I just decided, you know what? That's gonna go away in the mind mind bank. Like I can't deal with that right now. I honestly, after seeing the Google images, I'm like, mm no, no. Oh. D- did you ever watch, um, I think it's Roald Dahl's The Witches, where the boy turns into the mouse? That scene, and, like, they take off their faces. And No, I don't think I did. Oh, my word. That caused me trauma when I was a kid. Like, that scared me. Because there's, like, the scene where, obviously, the, the witches are all in the hotel and they kind of go into the banquet hall to hold a meeting. And they all look normal. They all look like normal women and stuff. And, obviously, they've turned, um, I think, the main character into a mouse for some reason. I can't remember why. I think they want to eat them, you know, they want to eat the children, basically, as witches do. And there's a moment when every witch kind of, like, takes off their skin, essentially. That's horrifying. And they become, like, these weird, like, goblin-looking, creepy, disheveled old hag kind of situations, and it was terrifying. And there was also, obviously, when they changed the boy into a mouse, because it's quite an old film, I'm just going to double-check when it came out, but when they changed the boys, the boy into a mouse, like it was done with both practical effects and like really old CGI, um, because obviously the time it came out, it was, it, you know, technology wasn't amazing, um, and it kind of gave it this horrible, 
uncanny valley like it looks right but it also looks wrong kind of situation if you know what i mean you know when you get that unsettling feeling yes i don't like it <laughs> do you remember in school right going back to mm-hmm. films yes do you remember in school in japanese club um ping ping pong <gasps> ping pong the live action weird ass movie that like yes i remember it like a fever dream <laughs> that something about that film i just loved it it was wild. And I can't remember any of it, really, beyond the fact that they play ping pong. And I think he gets wings. Yeah, he, I think so, at one point. We're going to have to... We'll rewatch that. Yeah, I was literally just about to say we could rewatch that. Because I barely remember anything about it. I remember incredibly enjoying it. But it was like it had no idea. It, you know, everything's just kind of being thrown together. And it was like a fever dream of what am I watching? I can't even remember anything about it. I just remember finding it absolutely fantastic in every way. Um. Stay tuned when next week we'll talk about... What shall we talk about next week? Well, it's you that's bringing the topic next week. I've Is it just, me that's bringing this topic? Yeah, because I've just rambled on for an hour about animation and film and games and so it's definitely you that's bringing the topic next week you know what i'm gonna wing it you're gonna wing it i'm gonna wing it yeah i mean winging it seems to be working i didn't have this plan until this morning so you know i actually have a few notes so i might go through those in that episode i am excited i am excited for the level of commitment of winging it nice yeah bye bye Bye. Stay tuned for a trailer. <gasps> Gasp. Stay tuned for a trailer. <gasps> Don't be twash. Don't be twash. Don't be twash. What's the trailer? <laughs> we do other stuff too, so here's a trailer for our podcast, GNS Radio. Did you find your television signal mysteriously stopped working overnight? We did. It's because of shoddy work ethics such as this that GNS has taken it upon itself to broadcast its own television network for a almost imperceivable charge. This service will be provided to you day and night with optional extras, making the package you choose tailored to your individual needs. Premium packages include news, weather, sports, films, documentaries, food channel, sci-fi, sitcoms, educational, uneducational, and cartoons. Other packages will be released over time. For any inquiries, please call GNS or pop into our store and talk to one of our friendly tech reps. GNS TV Network. No matter what you're watching, we're watching you too.